Ladies and gentlemen of Jets Nation from around the world, you're listening to the Good, the Bad, and the Jets podcast. On the move. A lot of time. Directing traffic. Gonna go deep. Have a man deep. It is caught for the touchdown. Corey Davis. Get used to the mantra, all gas, no break. Flag go over the middle. It's caught. Touchdown. Garrett Wilson. Yes, sir. Let's go, man! <laughs> and now, let's kick it over to your hosts, Brandon Ferris and Spencer Klein. Welcome, everyone, to the Good, the Bad, and the Just Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ferris, and alongside me is Spencer Klein. We are back from the bye week. Jets go over to New England on Sunday, 1 o'clock game. Probably the biggest game in seven or eight years, really. And I think we've been saying that way too many times this year. But uh, we're, we're here with the preview game. We'll talk some injury news, nothing too noteworthy out of the bye. But let's, uh, let's get your thoughts, Spence, on some of the injury news and uh, some of the news about LDT possibly coming back, too. Yeah, because first the injury news. It's quite interesting to me that Corey Davis is is still banged up. Like I recall in the Broncos game when he and she got hurt that he was cleared to go back in if needed. And now he's just out like four plus weeks with the bye in between there. Uh, a little concerned for the long term situation there. The rest he's, of the it, but he's like made of glass. Yeah, it's a, it's a problem, and I know my take is, is slightly changing. If he's going to be this banged up and miss like a quarter of the season each year, like there'll be some decisions to be made in the offseason, and especially if they're able to... But to we... Like, ev- everyone knew that. That's been his M.O. every season, is missing half, like a quarter of the season at least. Everyone knew that. Yeah. That was, that, that was like my big red flag when they signed him. Yeah, it's it's a concern, but it does, uh, uh, to make it positive, regardless, at least he's not Kenny Galladay. I have to say that. Yeah, you always need to dig at someone here. A hundred percent, the guy. It, it is. It has to be. Uh, you know, as some say, happy dandy for our guys. But at the same time, they have a suitable replacement for him right now. I think we both know who that is. It absolutely is Denzel Mims. He's done <laughs> a very fine job. Mims Hive is back. Yeah, I I have no negative things to say about him. We we've been Mims high for a long time, so <laughs> I think we're both going to be positive about it. And they beat what I still think is arguably the best team in the the league. The they beat the Bills without Corey Davis. So yeah, it's... obviously like Mims did his job as the ex receiver, and I think Corey Davis will be a a big topic of discussion depending on how he finishes the season. I think he'll be a big topic of discussion in the offseason, whether he's a, like a keep, a, a trade, or maybe even cut. Absolutely. It's going to be an interesting one, that one. But look, hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. Hopefully he's back on Sunday. It's not, not to say that he's out yet. It's possible you see him out there, but probably on the wrong side of, of likely at this moment. Yeah, it's Wednesday night. He hasn't practiced yet. We would need to see a limited practice by... At the very least, Friday. 
but it's not looking likely right now. Yeah. I don't. Do you know what the exact injury is? Did they say it? Uh, I don't recall a hundred percent. It was a knee injury. <laughs> That's the plain answer I have. Yeah, but I guess yeah, something something to monitor week to week right now. That been day like they said he's been out like a week. That's why it's that's why I wanted to mention it right off the bat. It's just what's going yeah, on. because it doesn't make sense if he was cleared to play. But he's like I said, it's been his mo. He's made of glass, so I'm not not surprised. And then uh, Nate Herberg did not practice today, which set off some alarms. But the staff doesn't seem too worried about that. And it, it looks like Max Mitchell will not be practicing this week, although his IR window is open. Yeah, I will. I will take the staff's words. Mm-hmm. So I said they're not concerned about Herberg. So. Expect to see him on Sunday. <laughs> My only line I have to say is like, how did you get slightly more banged up throughout the bye week? But maybe it was just something that wasn't fully reported post the the Bills game. But as long as he's out there Sunday, all good. <laughs> That's all we care about. And then we saw our old buddy LDT is potentially returning. He worked out for the Jets, I believe, today. I think he finished up his medical school stuff so he seems like he wants to get back into football and would be a great depth addition at this point of the season with all these injuries yeah i mean that's that's only a positive no one's going to complain about a move like that so if they get it done great i mean at minimum i think he probably could be a practice squad candidate with with the new rules that makes it so much more easier to do to, to make moves like that and not have to sacrifice the current rush. But I, I think at minimum, that's that's my expectation. You, you see him and maybe, you know, waiting for an injury to happen because I don't imagine he has a major league at the moment. So they could, they could play that game. Yeah, I mean, the, pra- the whole new practice squad rules are pretty weird. There's so many, like, veterans on the practice squad. You see David Johnson, your boy, just got picked up on a practice squad by uh in New Orleans. I did. I don't know how he's found his way back into the league. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with him on the practice squads. The only problem is who do you cut if you bring him on the active roster? Yeah, I I guess it's got to be an extra tackle because I which would I guess would be Mike Remmer. My initial thought was would Feeney be in jeopardy, but I agree with the point you made to me before we hopped on is like Feeney's your backup center. So I don't really think he's a candidate to to be one to be moved there. So, or that would be Mike Remmers, yeah. Or what they could do is just cut a quarterback. <laughs> I laugh because you know that's the easy answer, but they like to make that one difficult. Yeah. Well, uh, how many running backs do they have? Just three. Just three. Yeah. Bam Knight is. Oh, wait a minute. No, Bam Knight. Uh, yeah. I mean, they could throw him on the practice squad. Yeah, they have flexibility. They definitely can make it work yeah i just it would be interesting to have i feel like you want to have too many tackles rather than too many interior linemen though yeah i i'm on the same page with you there i think they've operated pretty fine with just having feeney as your 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 middle i mean i guess it was her big so you really only need one i don't know it's an interesting one i i don't know don't know what they're going to do there. <laughs> Good problem to have. That's what I'll say. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I do wish they worked out some defense alignment. I am not feeling great about Shepard and Solomon Thomas getting a lot of snaps. 
with yeah, Randy. Well, Joseph, I would would have been nice to actually close on that one. Not that he's some, some major addition, but would have helped. I think he would be an upgrade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would have been nice to sign him, but it looks like they're rolling with Thomas and Shepard. So the fun line continues. It does. And I don't know, maybe we'll see some finals in Jonathan Marshall or something. It's possible <laughs> to escalate him to the roster, too. I, I wouldn't rule that out. Yeah, that waste of a sixth round pick. <laughs> could be his chance. Could be could be some Tanzel smart. I don't know. Something like that. I, I yeah. would be surprised to see one of them get escalated. Tanzel smart had a good preseason, actually, in good camp. Yeah, no, they, they, they did mention him <laughs> multiple times. In the summer, the beat. We'll see. Yeah. What? Go ahead. No, I said we'll 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 see. That's my one thought: is that just they would elevate one of the two. You think on Saturday? You yeah, it's usually a Saturday move when they do that stuff. I mean, at this point, they're not like pushing someone onto the active roster to take up a spot. Would you be surprised if they do do that? I would. Yeah, I don't think you need to necessarily activate someone to take up just the full spot. I mean, again, yes, you, you can get rid of one of your three quarterbacks. But, I, I yeah, I, my guess would be more of just a Saturday night elevation to the roster. Well, did they put Rankins on the IR? Uh, let me double check that. I thought they didn't. I didn't think they did. Yeah, I thought they didn't. Yeah, they did not. So, how so many... You could do something right there where you elevate someone in his spot. Well, if he's on IR. Well, not I was like elevate for game day specifically. I know oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Around yeah. with the system now that they all can do that. Yeah. But and that, that's promising news. It means they think he'll be ready in four weeks or less. Yeah. It, it, it's actually it's really, really good news for them because he's been, he's been awesome in his role this year. Yeah, but, I mean, that's also not certain. You saw what happened with Dak. He was out for, what, six weeks, and he wasn't put on the IR. So, different injury, different player, but hopefully he'll he'll be back. But I, I don't think there's any other noteworthy news to talk about. I mean, the Elijah Moore saga seems quiet for now. I think that's something we're all, <laughs> we all have our eyes on. But other than that, it seems a pretty quiet bye week, which is good for once. Yeah, no shenanigans with the team. And, yeah, they should be ready to roll. Huge, as, as the main thing this week, huge opportunity. As I like what you said at the start, like we keep, we feel like we keep saying it's it's the biggest game in a long time, but it is this one. <laughs> yeah. Like we said that two, three weeks ago for the, the home game, this one's even bigger after, you know, playing with house money and, and beating Buffalo two weeks ago. It's... See, yeah, season to find it. It is. And the Jets come out of the bye in second place with that Bills loss. If the Jets win this game, they will have sole possession of the first place based on tiebreakers. If they lose this game, they go to last place in the AFC East. So big implications. And I, I think if, if you beat the Pats this week, you kind of knock them out of the playoff race. Agreed. It's it's turning into it's a shrunk shrunken field, I would say, who's in the actual race. But they they be in a big hole. And I'd say look for the Jets too, if things 
don't work out Sunday, and we're not going to go deep into that discussion because they are going to work out, but they can make up ground. We'll, we'll say that off the bat. Well, yeah, definitely. I I wouldn't say things. I wouldn't say for certain things are going to work out. I don't want to jinx it, but I think uh, people could assume what our predictions will be later on. Oh, I, I'm not hiding it. You know, it's I'm predicting a W and Elijah Moore is the game MVP. <laughs> <laughs> That's just going to be your prediction every week. This is the week for him, but I'll we'll talk about him in in a few when we get to the to the uh, the players that are actually going to be on the field Sunday. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no no other new news uh, newsworthy thing, so we can go right into the preview and discuss this game. The do you know the last time the Jets have won in New England? Because I don't. It's been a while. The date I don't recall, but the quarterback is because I saw a tweet. This week from Jeff's Twitter, it was Brett Favre. So Jeez. Go back to prior to 2010 is when they won in New England. In the regular season, right? Correct. Yeah, that's a different story, obviously. Yeah. They had a fun one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, that's season. That, that's disgusting. So it's been, that has to be at least 13, 14 years. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's absolutely insane. It's got to end. Yeah, at, at some point. And New England's always tough to play in. It's just like a tough place for all all teams to play in, but New England's just not the team they once were. We're not in 2015 or 2016. And the Jets should have won their first game, but Zach Wilson was an idiot that game. The The only way they win is if he plays like he did against Buffalo. That's that's it. That's how they, they will win all their games. If he plays like he did against Buffalo. I will feel terrific if we see that kind of Zach on Sunday. And you know, and obviously who else wouldn't? Like yep. don't you like, I, I don't even want to talk about that last Pats game again, but like if he just doesn't turn the ball over, I feel very, very, very confident. I'll say that with my three, four, whatever I said varies there. It's just such a winnable game, such a winnable situation. You basically out. Oh, oh, let me take that back. You played them pretty fine at home. You just you handed them the game. Simply, don't expect that to happen on Sunday. I think we'll see a a calm Zach game <laughs> and no dumb penalties. Yeah, they gotta they gotta cut that out. And like uh, like watching the Eagles game on Monday night against the Commanders, same exact nonsense. I I don't recall which. Actually, it was Brandon Graham on the Eagles. Yeah. With a roughing call that ended the game. Like, don't even need to say because the game hasn't happened yet, but you know those things are going to be called. I hope maybe JFM was watching Monday night just to <laughs> stay with Boston football and know that he can't do that. <laughs> I, get, I mean, I get why they called that. They're always going to call that. Yeah. they. That's the way the league is called right now, whether we like it or not. And again, I. I strongly believe that's on coaching more than the players. Yeah, it's 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 a tough one. I, I always I, don't know, I always like to put it on both there too, just because I don't know how you coach someone to just stop in their tracks. But I'm not for yeah. it. Just don't do it. Just I, that, that, <laughs> if, if I was the coach, I would just do film study on it for like an hour and like hammer at home. Yeah, it's on. I, mean, it's on what's, I think his name is White Cotton, the D line coach. Yeah, Aaron Aaron Whitecotton. Yeah, I anticipate he uh, has that coached up 
to, to his room of players. Yeah, so so let's talk about the defense for the Jets first. The they will be facing Mac Jones and Ramondre Stevenson. Stevenson kind of destroyed them last game. He's the only player I fear, really. Jacoby Myers is good, but I, I don't fear any of their wideouts. If if they stop Stevenson from doing what he does, he catches a lot of short passes and he's a, a great runner. Damian Harris might also be back, but he's questionable right now. But it doesn't matter. Stevenson's the starter, so they just got to keep him in check. That's how they'll win. Like the, the run defense from the Buffalo game, in comparison to the initial Pats game, was just so different. Like they, he, he, Stevenson was just sliding off tackles in the initial game, and then you get to the Buffalo game, and and they just were, they were so technique smooth. I would say that you just. They didn't, you didn't really see that. They were wrapping up. They were doing everything right. Like, just do it again. Because I completely agree with you. I don't fear. I don't even fear Stevenson. I'm sorry. I'll say that. Like, they, they, they suck. He's good. He's good. They're, they're bad. <laughs> a weak-ass unit. If the defense has a problem, uh, then I will be cranky on Sunday. What was the Patriots game the one where Whitehead just went for the big hit and he just yes. got off? Does that, then I, <laughs> you're being stupid. They, sorry, are being stupid. Yeah, it, they they just gotta, it, it's, the, the secondary is based on the safety play, really. And they've been so much better since week one, two, and three. Just, just do fundamental things that I know they can, that they know they can do. I don't need to know they can do it. They know they can do it. They've shown it to us this year against quali- some quality opponents. So it's like, there's yep. no excuse. To not see that on Sunday, and I mean same same old thing with the the cornerbacks Reed and Sauce, zero concerns. They're the best duo in the league. Vote them to go to the Pro Bowl. I got to do that. Yeah. And, uh, congrats on someone not from the Jets who will win the Rookie of the Week this week since they were on the bye. Other than that, let's get Sauce and uh, whoever <laughs> else. The belts every other week. We need a Jermaine Johnson one. Hopefully he. Well, I guess we can. As we're on the defensive side, uh, hope his snaps increase post the bye. That'll be one thing. Actually, I'm, I'm keeping an eye for, and especially in, in this game because I know we re- recapped it last week in the Bills game recap. But that sack was just was just awesome. I know it was like so simple, like he just tripped up Allen, but like for an edge rusher to be able to just kind of keep up with Josh Allen. And get him there and, and close the close the what's it called? Um so just take a good angle to him so he can't yeah. ramble past it. That was that's special stuff. That's why he went where he went in the draft, simply. Not yeah. not rushers can uh, do. If you want to listen to our mock drafts, we had him at number four. <laughs> we 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 were comfortable and prepared if the situation to present itself. Yep. And I I want his snaps and Bryce Huff. I want both their snaps to go up. Yeah, I, Huff's got to be honestly like close to a full time player. Like, stop! I know they're going to do their rotation things at at this point. Not <laughs> they stop doing it. We know it is what it is. There. Yeah, just r- ramp it up. That's all we're looking for. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, with Rankins out, I think Clemens should has an opportunity to step up. I don't believe he's really more of the inside guy for them, but I, I think it's it's going to be. A spread of snaps. Like even if you elevate Jonathan Marshall or Tanzel Smart, like you're not just going to give them like m- premier snaps. You're, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so I I would think 
there's going to be a trickle down effect of, of uh, Rankins. Yeah, Rankins run rush. Excuse me, run defense snaps. Well, I would also hope that they move JFM inside more. Yeah, that, that that's give, a wise move for them. <laughs> that, that that would give Huff, Clemens, Johnson some more more room, and with Jacob Martin being traded, that opens up snaps as well. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see the, the ideal unit as we, as we saw in the Bills game. So, expect them to have a fine day. I mean, they had a very good day. Again, because I, I talk about that pass game like they blew them out <laughs> and, and they lost. But, like, the defense just, they were, they were not, especially the D-line, they were fine. That game, they got to, to, to Mac, created opportunities for turnovers. I expect them to just eat again. Yeah, and, and you want to hear this? Interesting stat I just saw on Twitter. Yes. Patriots home games versus the Jets since 2009. Patriots are 13-0. and 0. They average 32.5 points a game. Jets average 30, 13.5. The Jets have had 28 turnovers. Patriots have only had five. So yeah, let's, 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 let's increase those turnovers for the past this weekend. Yeah, and I, I again I expect them to do this each week. We we say on the pod, or, or let's get it. To, we're expecting a turnover. They seem to answer it each time. <laughs> so, yeah, no reason in my mind to not expect another one to two turnovers on the defensive end. Uh, I mean, just make Mac throw. I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's a pretty simple template for this one, to be honest. I I, I view this team as shit. But let's be real. I'm very. <laughs> I, I think it's very bad. Is they're somehow in the wild card race is disgusting to me. <laughs> you're you're unbelievable with that. They they suck. They <laughs> Brady isn't there. It's all it's gone. There's no Edelman. There's no none of that. It's, it's not a good team. <laughs> and the, and their offensive line isn't that good either. It's like maybe average, but the defensive line should get a couple sacks again. Yeah, like so here, this is what I'll say, and I'll, I'll stop on talking on what I, why I think the defense is going to just eat them. <laughs> what am I supposed to fear that the Jets defense can't handle right now? And that just doesn't go for this game. It goes for overall. Yeah. Like that. that's my simple thought. It's going to apply to every team, and especially the, the non-Buffalo Bill level teams. Yeah, I, I agree. It's the top five defense easily. Mm-hmm. And I, I think to really get the exclamation point win, I think Mosley has to have, has to have a good game against Stevenson. The, yeah. the, the linebackers, I'll, I'll do what you did last game. The linebackers will be my MVP on defense. They, they need to shut down that run game. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I'm gonna copy you this week and gonna say the exact same because it, it's gonna be on them. That's uh, gets to, if Stevenson can get to the second level in any place, they stop it. I don't see. How, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself this this week, no doubt. I just don't see how else they could uh, maneuver yards, maneuver production, maneuver getting down the field. Yeah, and unless the safeties do something stupid. Fair point, <laughs> right? <laughs> which is what happened. Which is what happened last game. Yeah. Look, I, what I love, especially the first repeat match of the season. Obviously, your divisional foe. Tapes out there. You saw what you did, and I, I, I just believe in them fully. The staff, 
the players that they can correct anything that they were doing incorrect <laughs> the first game. So that's all I will say on the defensive side is that I'm I'm making them sound like the best unit in history right now. I mean, they are really, really good. Yeah. And it's not like they were bad against the Pats last time. They, exactly. just, they held them to, what, 17 points? Yeah, literally. And if, obviously, or, I mean, I'm going to say it. I, I was going to say I'm not going to say it, but, like, uh, Michael Carter picked six away from a total different result and, and vibe. Yep. Yeah, no, no concerns with the corners at all. I don't even need think we need to highlight them yeah i'm, I'm simply not going to say anything just, for them this week it's just business as usual yep so I, I think we can turn over to the offensive side of the ball which is the biggest x factor in every game because of the idiot at quarterback <laughs> <laughs> if if zach can play just calm football and stay in the pocket to a three-step drop they're going to win the Super Bowl. He just just needs to stay in the pocket. Just like how I'm talking right now. Just be calm in the pocket and just throw the ball. It, when he played against Buffalo, he got the ball out like under three seconds almost every time. Every other game, he's scrambling and just like loves to run and play hero ball, like you said. So they, it, it's, again, just like every game, it's all on Zach. Yeah, you can't say it any better. And kind of what he just said for the linebacking unit, his his tape is out there for this Pats game. And I'm sure they don't, they're not going to watch it a crazy amount because he's just going to make himself go nuts by seeing what he did <laughs> that week at the same time. But I want him to watch that Buffalo tape again. And and as you simply what you just said, do those same things. And, and then they should be fine. Like, you're allowed to throw it away. He did a good job of that in the Buffalo game. I hope he remembers the rules after a week of not playing a professional game and tosses <laughs> it to the stands if uh, in any sort of trouble. And it's not like LaFleur ever really calls a bad game either. It's just he needs, like, Zach just needs to stop being a moron back there. So he he's going to be the X Factor. And I. I'm I'm gonna go outside the box, even though we're not didn't really talk about any of it yet. But I'm gonna throw uh, James Robinson as my MVP. I I want to say that I think he's gonna get a lot more snaps. Carter was was very good, but I I think they traded for Robinson for a reason. They want to use him like Brees Hall. I'm hoping he has another big coming out game for them because we've seen him. Um, I'm glad you mentioned him because that was gonna be another player I wanted to bring up. I, I like your love your prediction there, honestly. He's got a week, another week under his belt with the team. Should be fully into the playbook now. Not that, yeah. and like, to me, like should be ready to do that as a running back pretty quickly. But expect him to be uh, ready to roll in whatever his soreness and, and things were prior to the buy and right after the, the initial trade. You know, should be fresh and just ready to to eat. Excited to see him and Carter really go. Go do the thing. And, and look, that's one thing I want them to do, the Jets, which they, they did pretty well against Buffalo. Like, run the damn ball. I, I know I wanted, I, I enjoyed the early portion of the season of I've seen past craziness, but there's a working formula that's winning for them. Continue with it, simply. 
Yeah. Do whatever they did on that last drive against Buffalo, and that goes to the O line. Whatever you did was absolutely terrific. Do it. <laughs> Please do it again. Yeah, and and the the Pats run D is probably similar to Buffalo, but they just kind of shredded Buffalo, so I'm I'm not too concerned. Yeah, as look, I think it's simple as as you said. It's Zach Wilson. If he plays normal quarterback, should be in pretty good shape on Sunday. And and plus the the Pats defense does not have Dante Hightower or J.C. Jackson or Stephon Gilmore. They do have Matt Judon, who is leading. I think he's still leading the league in sacks. Yeah, that that's literally the only one they gotta they gotta handle. Yeah, they don't have Vince Wolfork anymore. So the the run game should be able to prevail a bit. They just gotta watch out on Judon because yep. they they did have Zach on the run a lot in, in MetLife. Yeah. And that's you no know, again, it's partially him too, because I remember just uh just just some of the things he was doing that game made no sense. But not gonna harp on it more. I know I've probably repeated that five times on this pod. Just, just be a normal quarterback, Zach, on Sunday. Yeah. Offense do their job. And, yep, I obviously have been saying it for weeks. My offensive MVP. Go with Elijah Moore. I'm very like, – now I'm, like, actually excited for him to be in the slot. I know it's easy to say that the last few weeks. But, you know, a, a bye week, fresh, hopefully a fresh head, fresh mindset, and get out there and uh, make some plays. And, obviously, Garrett Wilson is just going to be – Garrett Wilson, I expect another strong game again. He was torching them in the initial New England game, and we said he probably should have went off for one fifty plus that game. And yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the trio of them out there. If and the the quadruple or whatever the term is, <laughs> the quad if Corey Davis is able to get out there. And you know what? The crazy thing is, they can still keep Garrett Wilson in the slot sometimes if they want. The, the, they feel like they pigeonhole themselves sometimes with players in spots. They don't like to move them around. Yeah, it, it, it's silly. I agree with that. It's very silly. They got to they gotta mix them around more like that, especially the wide receiver. I know they're always about, like, they need to know how to do each role, and obviously it makes sense. I get that. But mix it up. Keep, get, get them off guard. There's, like, m- more didn't play any snaps in the slot all season, and now they're just throwing him in the slot, which is good. That's it, where his skill set is, but also throw him outside a couple times. Keep the the defense guessing, too. Yeah, I I completely agree. Then I, I, I'd be surprised if we see Corey Davis, so I'm expecting to see Mims, Barrios, uh, Wilson, and, and more out there, and, and some Jeff Smith, of course. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I want to disagree, but I can't with that. I'm sure he will have his handful of silly snaps. Uh, no, one thing I'll point out is make sure to get Barrios touches. They didn't do a good job of that. I, I will say they didn't do a good job of that in the initial New England game. I believe he went touchless in that game, if I recall. They, they, they were those. That was the one like game plan question mark that we had a problem with. I know. Yeah, and plus, the Pats drafted him and let him go, so you know he wants to show up against yeah. them. And I guess also for him, I mean, he did a fine job against Buffalo, but like, just you know, 
be, be smart when we're turning kicks. You know, in the New England game, he had a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. made the poor field positioning. But that's just a weak thing. I know, or sorry, yeah, the one-off thing. I don't think that's uh, something to even think about further. Plus, he's a good player when he has the ball in his hands. Like, use use him more. Just simply a playmaker. Yeah. And then the, the tight ends, I think the, the distribution is going more towards Conklin again. But Uzama's been a great blocker lately. He's been phenomenal. Did you did you see his mic'd up video? I I actually didn't. I, I will have to check that one out. Yeah, he, he he's fun. I'm I'm glad he's gotten more. I'm glad it's it's turned into just at least closer to an even distribution. They're both they're both solid. And I I had opportunities to make plays. I think it's leaning towards Conklin more now. It still is. Yeah, it definitely still is. They're they're involving Uzama, no doubt though. Hundred percent. And I mean, I'm not even gonna talk past them. Like we could do off season conversations on Jeremy Rucker. Nothing really. It's the red shirt season for him. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I'm feeling good about the offense. I'm good about both sides of the ball. Just still riding that high from the Buffalo game, and yeah, the expectations are gonna be there for Sunday. Yeah, and the, the offensive line will be the same as, as long as Herberg plays, which which he should. And that, like I said, the the pass rush isn't that great besides Matt Judon. So I'm not too. I, I, I he did give them trouble, but I I think they can handle it. Agreed. And again, they have they have tape of the season, and especially it's two weeks between games, so like it's not like a ton changed from now and then. Yep. Plus, they're coming off the bye, and usually the Jets are horrible after the bye. Let's change it up for once. Yeah, this this, this is a they, they began to shift the narrative pretty strongly so far, but this can really push that narrative in a new direction overall. So yeah, I think uh, I mean on both sides of the ball, that's all I got. It's <laughs> it's a very winnable opportunity. Go yep. get and perform. Yeah, let's let's go into predictions. Uh, I I'm sure you're itching to say yours, so let's let's hear this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go twenty to ten. Um, yes, I'm gonna say a ten point win. I'm not expecting them to again have a massive offensive game, but I do think they really can limit New England. If again they're gonna score points, if sack hands in field position, I yep. don't in any other way. So yeah, I'm going with a a ten point win, twenty to ten for me. All right, I'm going 2016 Jets. Okay. Uh, I, I, this It's going to be a close game. These games, New England's not going to get blown out by double-digit points at home. I still don't think that. But Jets will win, and they'll be a lock to the playoffs at 7-3. and three. It's, it's really can <laughs> the, the tone will just be so, so different. The rest of the way, if you get this one done, it's such it, a one. It will also make up from the home loss. Exactly, it cancels it out. Obviously, it does. Like we expected. I, I wanted the sweep, obviously, in the summer, but you split this success. If not, then we have some talking problems for next week. Yes, it'll be a, a <laughs> conversation. But I'm not. No need to. I'm not going to say more again on that one either. Yet. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. One other line I do want to address, and then I think for me that that should be everything is uh, yeah, is Bill's quote about the Jets today. They, they asked him, I guess, about I think the quote is Belichick on the Jets scheme under Salah said the Jets are the Jets. This is the exact quote: "The Jets are the Jets. They have their way of doing things right now. The Jets are the Jets." Okay. <laughs> Like, like, and what, what, what do you mean? The media just loves hearing. They him think that's some like, yeah, they think it's some like fancy line, some special line. What, what the fuck does that mean? Didn't he write like two thousand words about the Bengals and then lose? <laughs> or, or what? What, Bears, what was that? He made the Bears sound like they were like going to be seventeen and zero this year, and then yeah, they the like, Bears. Yeah, the Bears. Bear ass. Yeah. <laughs> At home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost to the Bears after that. Yeah. Exactly. Like I just I wanted to mention this because you know people just like they're like just amazed by his statement. They're like, wow, what a line by Bill. What is that? He's nervous. He's nervous. Yeah. The Jets are on his head. Yeah, and his lines in my head, I won't decline that. But he's nervous, no doubt. I, I still think a lot of Jets fans think this is the Patriots from twenty fourteen. You know who you are. <laughs> this one, I think, gets them over that hump in their head because I agree. They just they can't get that thought gone until until again until you visibly see it happen. Fair enough. We could talk about it all we want. Let's yeah. see them action, perform, and execute it. So, so that's yeah. it. Do that's... it on Sunday. Big big day. Can't wait. I want it to be Sunday now. I I've been itching for this game after the the Buffalo win, and let's get to it. And you were in Philly for the Buffalo win, so I heard you're going back to Philly for Sunday. <laughs> I may have to. I I buy in heavily to the superstition of where I <laughs> sat. Game impacts how they win. Yes, it's so. So we're on record that if the Jets lose, it's your fault if you don't go to Philly. <laughs> I won't decline it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Good Bad Jets Pod. Eventually, I will get the Instagram back up. And you can follow me on Twitter at BeFerrisVerified. Yep. Thank you, Brandon. As always, you can check me out on Twitter at SKline824133 and on TikTok at NYJetsSK824. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoy uh, the rest of the week. We'll, uh, don't know what that was, but we'll, uh, We'll we'll be back for the pre, uh, review before Thanksgiving. Then we'll take a few days off. So hope you enjoy the game, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm.